I would love to see them take a cutesy creature, like, you know, an island of porgs or something. I'm picturing them with fangs. I don't know if I want to call them vampires, but like (laughs) something like that where you're like, oh, it's so cute. And they're like, gotcha, just kidding. They're horrifying monsters. everyone to Krypton to Alderaan. I'm Joey and with me is Robin. Hello. 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 We we thought we'd do a little spooky season themed episode of Krypton to Alderaan. So how's your Halloween season going, Robin? Pretty good. I feel like I've been watching lots of uh, spooky movies. Ooh, like what? I've watched Hocus Pocus probably like 10 times already. And I feel like Hocus Pocus and Beetlejuice (laughs) and Nightmare Before Christmas have been on TV a lot. And Mm -hmm. Ghostbusters, like original 80s Ghostbusters 1 and 2. So -hmm. I've watched those a lot. And then Disney's been playing a lot of Gravity Falls, which I would guess is intentional for Mm -hmm. spooky season. So I've been watching lots of Gravity Falls, which is always a good thing. Awesome. I really love that show a lot. I should do a little Halloween Gravity Falls binge. You should. Have you watched Hocus Pocus 2? I have. Have you watched it yet? (laughs) Uh, We have not. What are your feelings? I had pretty low expectations going into it because the original is so good and I've spent almost my entire life watching it. You know, I was like five when that movie came out. So I watched it when my mom was here about a month ago. We watched it together and I'm not a fan. And I think a lot of people have said it's really good. I've seen a lot of reviews saying it's better than the original. It's just, it's very hard to watch. I liked all of the characters in the original and this obviously doesn't have the same kids because they're not kids. They're like in their 40s now. Mm -hmm. So they didn't bring any of those back. They brought back, you know, the the three witches. They brought back uh, Billy, the zombie which is cool, but it just felt a little too fan servicey to me. And it's also really hard to watch. You know, like Bette Midler's in her 70s. Sarah Jessica Parker's almost 60. I think Kathy and Jimmy is around Sarah Jessica Parker. She might actually be 60 by now. And these people were all in like their 20s, 30s, 40s when the, the first one came out. So it was just a little bit difficult. They made it a little bit too corny and a little bit too heartfelt, in my opinion. They went a little too classic Disney with the heartfelt moments. and <laughs> That's really funny. I have not <laughs> watched it, but I would say that I've seen a lot of the opposite of what you're saying you're seeing, I should say, whereas I've seen a lot of like people being disappointed in it. I think it's worth a watch just so you can, you know, experience it and see what everyone's talking about. But I'm sure I'll watch it again at some point. I'm, I would guess maybe next year they're going to start actually putting it on TV you know, in like a run with the original potentially, but, uh, I don't, I don't, I can't say I would put it back on Disney plus by choice. (laughs) Got it. Got it. That's a review. All right. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't really watched any spooky stuff this season yet. I, I I went to see Halloween ends by myself and I have some feelings about that, but other than that, I haven't really watched any spooky stuff. I haven't watched Werewolf by Night, which is a tragedy. I think we all need to watch that. Yeah, I've heard really good things and it just looks really fun. What's most intriguing to me is that they made it look like old and 
kind of noiry. I really like that. But I might be going to our little downtown cinema here this weekend to see a few different things, including Vampire, which is like a horror macabre movie from the 30s that's supposed to be very bizarre and surreal and out there. I've never seen it. I'm very excited to see that. I think it's really cool that the little town movie theater is putting that on. But yeah, other than that, haven't really gotten in the spirit of the season. We haven't even decorated yet. Really? Yeah. I decorated uh, right after Royce's birthday. You you were there the weekend before and then literally like his birthday was a Wednesday, literally like Thursday. I was like, all right, time for Halloween. <laughs> it's a combination of busy and not wanting to go up into the attic to get all the stuff. Is that yeah. lazy? Combination of busy and lazy. <laughs> I do want to watch more scary stuff, but I usually have to do it by myself. But I just love like... I love watching really scary. I I just love being scared. I don't really know why. I don't like being scared. I like Halloween. I like fun, spooky things like Gravity Falls and Hocus Pocus. But I don't like watching anything where I'm going to be scared. Like I can't even watch the original like Friday the 13th or Halloween, even though like Mm. I definitely watch some like as a preteen and a teenager because that's for some reason just what teenagers do. And I don't ever want to watch them again because I remember thinking these aren't super realistic and they're a little cheesy, but I'm still terrified and I don't ever want to watch these again. I get that. I love being scared. Maybe it's like a misplaced, a misplaced or misdirected childhood trauma thing. (laughs) But I love it. So I thought this would be fun since we're getting more and more Star Wars than what we've traditionally gotten. I am getting more and more on board with the idea of doing like a horror Star Wars TV show or movie. And now, since we know that you like sort of the more fun, spooky kind of stories, and I like the more horror, scary kind of stories, I think it would be fun to kind of go through what we would each maybe want a spooky theme Star Wars to be. So what would yours look like, Robin? So I have I have two and I'll start off with I I think might be easier for me, which is if you wanted to do something a little bit more like hocus pocusy kind of fun cutesy, I would love to see them take a cutesy creature like, you know, an island of porgs or something and have them be creepy little. I'm picturing them with fangs. I don't know if I want to call them vampires, but like (laughs) something like that where you're like, oh, it's so cute. And they're like. Gotcha. Just kidding. They're horrifying (laughs) monsters. Kind of like gremlins. Something like that. Mm. I think that would be really funny. I don't know if you would do like, you know, murder on Porg Island or something (laughs) like that. (laughs) But I feel like that that could be fun to be like, I thought this was a adorable little penguin like creature and it's in my home or I've gone to this island for vacation and they're murdering mm. everyone. <laughs> I don't I guess that's not hocus pocus Eve. Just maybe the fact that they're cute. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how hocus pocus two went if the Sanderson stitches just like they just straight murdered up murdering everyone. people. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds very different than the original. <laughs> All right, so Gremlins meets Isla Sorna meets Porgs. Yeah. Why not? Got it. And then my second idea, which is dramatically less fleshed out. I feel like characters like the Inquisitors would Mm. lend themselves well. I'm also, for some reason, picturing them. They remind me of, like, vampires almost. Sure. And they already 
hunt people. So I feel like you could very easily be like, they are still hunting people. I don't know if you make them vampires or if you just, you have like a, a movie where they're just hunting, like maybe not just Jedi, but just hunting people in general. Because they're, mm. if you think about it, they're pretty terrifying characters. Mm -hmm. Like they seem like they stop at nothing. They are going to find you much like a serial killer. And especially terrifying to the people in that world. Yeah. In, in that fictional world. I like that idea a lot. Have it kind of be like a people in the galaxy have heard rumors and they make up stories like they embellish the idea of this in their heads and create like the monsters yeah. in their heads. And then they actually show up. I like that idea a lot. Do you have any fun ideas? Yeah, I've got a couple. I really like your Inquisitor <laughs> idea, though. I, I think that that's something that could be done in a very cool way. Maybe a lot of the Force users, now that I think about it, could be used that way. Like, the Inquisitors are obviously, like, a Force. Like you said, they already lend themselves to being this, like, evil, menacing Force. But even the Jedi to some parts of the galaxy are, like, strange unknown beings that come and have powers and stuff yeah so maybe there'd be like a cool thing like again the the people of a planet or a system embellishing these beings and creating the monsters in their heads i think there's a lot to do there and the i don't know if you're familiar with this because it's from more of the animation stuff but i think they're a group of characters you would really like the night sisters don't think i've heard of them yeah so they're like they're a group of force users that just use the force the way they want to use the force. They don't put labels or rules in place. They're witches. Basically, they're just witches. Yeah. And they're really cool characters and they use the force in really cool ways. I think there would be a lot of cool stuff there. There's some episodes of the Clone Wars that maybe lend themselves a little bit more to like the macabre slash horror side of things that they're a part of. I don't know if I've ever brought them up to you before, but I do think they're a group of characters that you would really like. They have a role in Jedi Fallen Order, and specifically one of them. I don't know if you got to that part in the game, but mm -hmm. anyway, I think that they could lend themselves really well to like a horror thing. I was trying to think of an original idea, but I don't know, because it's been... So I've just read The Path of Deceit, which is a Star Wars High Republic book. Right. I highly recommend for anyone into Star Wars or into the High Republic, please pick up and read this book. But it is the most horror-y type Star Wars I've ever read. It's just creepy and a little unhinged. And I felt really uncomfortable, like, in some parts of it. The Jedi go to this planet, and on this planet, there's this Force cult they think the Jedi abuse the Force and they have these very strict rules about not using the Force. So the whole book kind of centers around this cult. And so it feels very creepy the whole time. Right. And so I really loved this book and I think that's a big part why. But it's definitely the most horror-y thing in Star Wars I've ever read. And it also includes this character or this creature that the Jedi are afraid of but the Jedi don't know what it is. So it's been introduced in several of the High Republic books, and every time the Jedi encounter it, they are afraid, which is a very interesting thing in the story, but it's also been like every single author who has written that into their story in the High Republic has conveyed the fear of the Jedi so well that like 
it jumps out of the page. So as the Jedi are being afraid of these creatures and actually expressing fear, which Jedi are not supposed to do, it does something to you because of the way we viewed the Jedi for so long. And so it, the creature is absolutely terrifying. It's a scary design and you never can quite, even in like some of the images that they do, like if they show up, they've showed up, I think once or twice in a comic book and they're always like shrouded or you never quite get a clear view of the creature. And then it like messes with their minds. So it makes them see things and, and it's very scary. I think the introduction of like the High Republic, the authors were like, we wanted to come up with what scares the Jedi, which is all fine and well, but it also scares me. <laughs> so something like The Path of Deceit does this all really well. And it's exactly what I would want from like a Star Wars horror. I love creature features. I love like scary creatures and even just not scary creatures. I just love like creature and kaiju movies and stuff like that. So. This was really my jam and is also pretty scary. Sounds pretty scary. Yeah. I think that that's also what I would do. I, I'm very fascinated by cults and creatures. So this book just wrapped it all up in a very good way for me. So I don't know if I could even come up with something on my own at this point because this book was everything I wanted horror to be. But with the creatures thing, I also really like your idea of the porgs. <laughs> Just having like Porg Horror Island kind of. Yeah. And they're everywhere. So I think that's yeah. pretty, pretty terrifying. <laughs> well, what do you think about that? Would you sit down and watch like an actual, like what I was describing from this book? Would you sit down and watch an actual scary Star Wars? I think I probably would. That sounds, it's definitely not the same thing, but it gives me a like quiet place mm. type vibes where you're mm -hmm. like, these creatures are here and you don't always see them. Mm -hmm. But when you do, they're terrifying. Yeah. And like, I don't like scary movies. I liked Quiet Place 1 and 2 a lot. I mm -hmm. thought they were very well made and they were scary and suspenseful, but I wasn't like, oh my God, someone's going to come out of my shower and mm. murder me with a hatchet. So I think that's why I, I didn't quite mind it as much. <laughs> so I, I think I probably would watch your High Republic scary creature movie yeah disney do it make, <laughs> make it. it happen all right so to even this all out to wrap this all up this question was inspired by our friends Baze and chase over at fear queers they had just discussed on their podcast some personal paranormal stories so i got inspired to do the same thing so i wanted to ask you robin do you well do you like believe in real world paranormal stuff? I don't know if I believe in all of it overall, but I for sure believe in ghosts and mm. hauntings and things like that. Interesting. Why do you have like a, do you have a personal story that fuels that belief? Yeah. I mean, I have a story for sure. I believed in it before then. I don't know why. It's just always been something that I'm like, this is very plausible. And, you know, if you do go in like a room or a house and you're like, I have a really weird, creepy feeling being mm -hmm. in this place. And I think that's why, like, I would go in like the basement at my mom's house growing up and I'd be like, it feels weird down here. Mm. What about you? Well, you know, I don't really know. It's complicated because I am a scientist, but it's also like I want to believe in weird stuff and I've loved this kind of I've loved this kind of spooky stuff since I was a kid. And I do have like a personal story about 
something weird that happened once. It's not entirely from my perspective. Someone was with me and it's a little bit from their perspective. And I've actually never, I don't think I've ever even told anyone this story before. But cliffhanger, before we get to that, I'm curious if you have like a specific event that you could talk about. Oh, yeah. This is probably close to 15 years ago. I was at my friend's house. He lived with his best friend and it was a house where his best friend's great aunt and uncle had lived. And I'm pretty positive they both died in the house. At least his Mm. great aunt did. So I had always had my friend tell me like, you know, people have experienced weird things in this house and, you know, kind of heard like, you know, weird stories or people getting creepy feelings and whatever. And I was always like, okay, whatever. But then I was there one day and I was with my friend. And for some reason I was in the basement, like doing laundry, like folding sheets or something. And I was like, laundry's done. I'm going to go fold the sheets. And I go down into the basement and I'm folding sheets, no problem. And the lights were like half on and I wasn't like creeped out at all. And my friend used to like whistle at me. So I heard the whistle he used to do and it sounded like it was right behind me. And I turn around and he's not there. I'm completely by myself in the basement. And I'm like, Mm. that's weird. It literally felt like right behind me. So I thought he was messing with me and I turn around and I'm like, I'm going to quick fold this sheet and I'm going to take everything upstairs. And I run upstairs and I close the door and I tell him and he's like, I didn't whistle. And I'm like, you didn't whistle at all in the house in the past five minutes. And he's like, have not whistled. And then he immediately was like, I'm surprised you stayed down there to keep folding the sheets. (laughs) (laughs) That's weird. Yeah, yeah. And he immediately was like, you are not the first person to be in this house and experience something weird. Mm. I didn't see anything. I just heard something. But he said people have seen things in that house. People have heard things. People have just overall felt like a really like you are not welcome here type feeling. Mm. And I had been hanging out at that house for probably at least two or three years at that point. And I had never experienced anything weird. And I thought these people were just crazy. Until someone whistled at me in the basement in this very specific (laughs) whistle. And then I was terrified. I was like, I cannot, you can't ever leave me alone in this house. I will not ever come here without you for whatever reason. So if I ever got there before him, I would be like, I'm sitting in my car in the driveway. I don't care that I know how to get into your house. Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to be in there by myself. Yeah. It's very creepy. That is very creepy. Mm. (laughs) See, I simultaneously love stories like that and don't love stories like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I have the desire to have these experiences because I like being scared. Very creepy. I kind of love it. So yeah, I'll tell my story. Where to begin? I guess when I was probably about 14 or 15, my dad and stepmom were building a house in the town where I grew up. And across the street from the house they were building was my great-grandmother's house. At this point, she was still alive, but she did not live there anymore. But like some of our relatives still live there. So while they were building the house, it was like in a rural part of New York. And while they were building the house, sometimes a friend of mine and I would go over there because there was like a lot of woods and I liked hanging out in the woods and there were like walking paths and stuff. And we had like go-karts that we would ride around in the woods on and stuff. So we would go do that sometimes. And then traditionally we'd go across the street to my great grandmother's house to use the phone to call someone to come pick us up, to drive us back to civilization. Right. And one time I was there with my friend, Charlie, 
who was very much into the he was Wiccan and into all that kind of stuff and paranormal activity stuff. So we we hang out in the woods and we always used to like try to scare ourselves in the woods. Like we would hang out there at night and shine our flashlights in the woods and just freak ourselves out, which was also something I really enjoyed. Maybe there's something <laughs> wrong with me. But this particular time we finished up like having fun in the woods and it was during the day. So we walk across the street to use my great grandmother's phone. The people who lived there were supposed to leave us key. They didn't leave us key, so we can't get in. So it's an old house. My great grandmother and her husband had built the house. So as far as I know, no one ever died in the house. But it was an old house and it had like the, what do you call them, Bilco doors to get into the basement, into the cellar. Right. And so from the front porch, you could see into the kitchen, which is where the phone was. And I told my friend Charlie to wait on the front porch and I was going to go try to get in through the basement because there was a door from the basement into the main part of the house that was like a skeleton key lock. So I, I was thinking that maybe I could like jerry-rig something to pick the lock to get into the house. Right. So I go into the basement and I start messing with the door that goes from the basement up into the house to try to get it to open. And I see a shadow pass under the door, like under the door frame. And so I'm like, oh, somebody's here. And then I heard Charlie like knocking on the window to the kitchen. So I thought to myself, logically, somebody's here. He, Charlie saw them through the window and he's knocking for them to let us in. So I'm getting chills now. I don't think I've ever told anyone this story. It's been like 20 years. So I go outside and I go onto the front porch and I, and Charlie's still there. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, why, who wasn't somebody inside? Why were you knocking? And he was like, what's going on with me? What's going on with you? Why didn't you let me in? I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, I saw you go into the kitchen and pick up the phone and get on the phone. And I was knocking and trying to tell you to let me in. And you came over to the window and looked right at me and smiled and walked away. And I was like, what the fuck? I didn't make it into the house. Like, I didn't make it up. The I saw the shadow and I thought you were telling somebody to let you in. And he was like, bullshit, I saw you. Like, he wouldn't let me, he thought I was messing with him. He was like, I saw you in the kitchen. Who did you call? I was like, I did not make it into the kitchen. So at that point, once I convinced him that I was not messing with him, we left. And no one else was around. You know, my parents weren't around. So I was very freaked out. Charlie was very freaked out, even though it was the middle of the day. And Charlie was a pretty big guy. But we walked like the 10 miles back to town on the side of the road just to get away from there instead of like waiting for somebody to get home or trying to get into the place. And yeah, I don't know. That's from Charlie's perspective. I just know like that I saw a shadow pass under the door. That's all I know. That's my story. Don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just a very weird situation. And I remember the whole, I mean, 20 years later, I remember the, whole, the entire interaction very vividly. And uh, yeah, how freaked out we were and everything. Very strange. It's very strange. I, 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 would, have ra I would have just ran the entire way back to my house and been like, I don't want to go anywhere near that place ever again. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but I loved that house. I grew up like my... My great-grandmother had a pretty significant part in raising me. 
So I grew up in that house. I spent a lot of time in that house. Maybe I was imprinted on that house in some way or another, you know? I, I don't know, but yeah, weird experiences. I love it. So creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, cool, creepy stories. I love that we shared those. I think this was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with this episode. Me too. Thanks, Baze and Chase, for inspiring this. Go check out the Fear Queers podcast. It's a great little podcast and they talk all things horror and it's really fun. Well, that's the episode. Listeners, what do you think of our Star Wars stories and what would you like to see in a Star Wars horror kind of episode or movie? And let us know if you have any spooky stories. I'd love to hear them. Maybe I'd read a couple on the show. Send them in. Let us know. Either you can reach out to us on social media. Just search Krypton to Alderaan on all social media. Or you can pew pew us an email. You can boo boo us an email at Krypton to Alderaan at gmail.com. That's my little spooky themed outro. <laughs> and until next time, I've been... Michael Myers, the <laughs> horror guy, not the comedian. And I've been Michael Myers, the comedian. <laughs> Equally as scary. <laughs> and we've been Krypton, Krypton to, to Calderon. Calderon.